0: Hi everybody, it's Dr. Sam, and I'd like to welcome you to another Eye Clarity Podcast. We have a very interesting question today, and I've been getting this a lot. So, this is from a gentleman who is suffering what we call monovision. Now, there are different kinds of monovision. You know, if you go get LASIK surgery or cataract surgery, and the surgeon fixes one eye for distance and the other eye for near. That's a surgical intervention. But this gentleman, and I get other questions like this, has an organic or an inherent monovision, which means there there wasn't any surgery. It's just the right eye has become nearsighted and the left eye has become farsighted. So let's break this down for you because definitely you can improve the condition. So the first principle I teach from is that any eye problem, has its roots in the brain and even in the body in terms of our movement and posture and, and moving through space. So let's take, for example, let's say the right eye is nearsighted. What this means is that the person can see well up close. That's their reading eye. So think right eye, reading eye. And then left eye, which is farsighted, left eye, distance eye. So when a person is trying to read, basically the right eye is doing all the work. And when the left eye is uh, looking into the distance, the left eye is doing all the work. And, you know, to try to correct with lenses is difficult. I mean, with glasses, it's nearly impossible. You can kind of do it, but because of the optics of the, the lens in the glasses, it usually doesn't work very well because the key word is fusion, getting the two eyes to meet in the middle and when you're in glasses, that just doesn't happen. Now, with contact lenses, that's another story. Because of the uh, reduced distortion in a contact lens, you can actually wear one lens for nearsighted and one lens for farsighted. And eye doctors do this to, you know, eliminate the need for reading glasses or maybe just reduce the need, but it actually splits the brain. So, when we're dealing with monovision the thing we have to know is that we want to try to move in the direction of collaboration where both eyes can start working together at least somewhere in the middle you know it's kind of like the husband and the wife are really fighting and there needs to be kind of a re remediation you know in chinese medicine the right eye is the father and the left eye is the mother uh in terms of the awareness and consciousness of each eye so the the goal is to try to bring the eyes in a collaborative way together. So here are three ways that you can do that. Number one, in my physical eye therapy program, I have a lot of exercises where you're working each eye separately, like the animal eye chart, the thumb exercise, uh, the eye stretch. So these are really great exercises where you get to experience each eye separately. And then when you take the patch away after the exercise, the brain is starting to get both eyes working together. Or at least there's an awareness of, oh, my right eye, I do have a left eye and left eye. Oh, I do have a right eye when you take the patch away. So I would really work on those eye stretching and eye movement exercises separately. And then I have a binocular vision exercise exercise called the Yin-Yang Peripheral Vision Game. You print out the chart. It's basically uh, four pairs of images. And through each uh, pair, what you're doing is you're holding the paper up to your nose. You're mentally looking through the the paper, you're pushing the paper away from yourself and the two images become three. And when the three images show up, you're not in monovision anymore. You're using both eyes together. So by putting yourself into situations where you're able to experience the three images, you are negating or re-educating the brain and the two eyes to be on simultaneously at the same time. And that's the key thing, getting the two eyes to work simultaneously. Now, another option in this, um, in this process would be to perhaps undercorrect the right eye and the left eye so that you're giving the nearsighted eye some distance correction, but not a full correction, so it can start to engage with the left eye. And then up close, taking that lens off or, again, because it's a reduced nearsighted prescription you probably can read it read through it and then maybe giving the left eye which is farsighted giving it some magnification so it can start to work with the right eye and so that's a way to support the two eyes together you never want to give a full prescription in either direction but maybe a partial prescription and that way you know when the nearsighted eye is trying to look in the distance the left eye is helping it and when the Uh, Nearsighted eye is reading the left eye, the farsighted eye is being supported by the nearsighted eye. So it's a process of learning to integrate and doing things, believe it or not, like cross patterning exercises, uh, cross patterning, walking forwards and backwards in an obstacle course, doing things like bilateral movements like swimming and, you know, other bilateral exercises help the brain start to recognize, oh, there's two of you. We can start to work together. You got to give it a good six to nine months. It's not an instantaneous thing, but if you start doing the exercises, you'll start to see some improvement and definitely take your current compensating full prescriptions off, because those are actually going to interfere with your ability to get your two eyes to work together. So I hope that that's helpful. That's our show for today. I want to thank you for tuning in. Until next time, take care. Thank you for listening. I hope you learned something from the iClarity podcast show today. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify and leave a review. See you here next time.